Alrighty, good morning, 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 and welcome to the Prophetic Perspective Podcast. My name is Tonka Johnson. It is, of course, April the 3rd, 2020, and we have a lot to cover. And last night, our session, we talked about uh, defeating a cold powers part one. And I said to you all that it was so good that we will not be able to finish because I wanted to make sure that we did go into at least have a two part series on this. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, real quick. Our hot topics is, is that, uh, Tomorrow morning, we will have Prophet Cassandra McKissack all the way from Ohio that will be with us in the morning. We're going to be talking about uh, the prophetic perspective of in the marketplace and business. Okay, so the prophetic perspective in the marketplace and business. And we're going to be discussing, uh, I'm just going to interview her and just let her just talk about a little bit about her background so i'm basically throwing that advertisement in there to join us tomorrow live here on anchor fm radio and that is where our podcast is airing we do have the opportunity of streaming into five different other major platforms including spotify and google podcast yay so we're officially on google podcast and we're on uh, Spotify. Please join us on Google Podcasts and Spotify. Fresh new content, fresh work. So I'm going to jump right into this because uh, we're talking about Defeating Occult Powers Part 2. And God has been dealing with me very strongly on our revelation concerning his word and how we war in the heavenlies and how we are to fight according to the will of God. Not our own strength, but by his strength, we are we are made we are made uh overcomers against the powers of darkness. Amen. So we're going into Genesis chapter number 11 verses one through nine. And we're talking about the power of uh, the, the power of God and his strength in this hour. Uh, how we're to exercise intercessory prayer as to defeat occult powers, like especially if you've been having restlessness, irritability, you've been feeling some things in your spirit, that are certainly kind of off, uh, a certain bout of depression out of nowhere. You feel like people are like there's something going on, like someone is trying to uh, destroy your character. These can be uh, indications of you're fighting witchcraft, okay? And I'm not talking about the, the stuff you see in Disney. I'm talking about uh, word curses that have been spoken uh, uh, demeaning words, just a simple word of someone speaking over your life saying you'll never make it, you'll never amount to anything, you'll always be in a dead-end job, you'll always be in a messed-up situation. These are word curses, these are witchcraft uh, indications, and people wonder why they're under so much frustration. A lot of the stuff that we, that we battle uh, with our own self, where we speak negative words over ourselves can be a point of witchcraft as well. Uh, and some people don't even know that they're speaking that over themselves. 
uh, but this can't this is another indication of witchcraft so we're going to be dealing with this on a, a very profound level because I want everybody to understand that there are no shortcuts in God there's only one way to get to the father and that is through Jesus Christ but the story that we talk about these uh, individuals um, felt that they could just infiltrate heaven. So we're going to jump, <laughs> jump right into it. And uh, this is a very familiar story. We talked about the Tower of Babel, and this is Genesis the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 9. And now the whole world had one language and one common speech. As as a people moved eastward, they found plain in Shinar and settled there. And they said to each other, come, let us make bricks and bake them together. And they used brick instead of stone, tar for martyr, Verse four, and then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches the heavens so that we can make ourselves. Otherwise, we be scattered over the face of the whole earth. And but the Lord came down to to see the city and the tower of, of the people were building. The Lord said, verse six, the Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do is impossible for them. So they were all on one mind. Verse seven, come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not be able to understand each other. Verse eight, the Lord scattered them all over the earth and stopped the building of their city. That is the why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language. From there, the Lord scattered them all over the face of the earth. And I want to talk to you this morning really quick about uh, a confused language. And we're, gonna, we're still talking about defeating occult powers, but the subtopic is going to be a confused language. Um, many times when you see people that are very uh, intuitive in manipulation and control, they will often try to overexert or overpower themselves. And God saw this overpowering, this overthrowing, kind of an overthrowment, uh, a rebellion. Okay, uh, a certain type of rebellion. Uh, and we do know that the Bible said that rebellion is a sin as witchcraft. So we do know that they, that oftentimes when you see a people that are unified in rebellion, oftentimes witchcraft is the center of that rebellion because witchcraft often often had we've talked about it last night. That it is often a work of the flesh. So it takes the, the power, a strong energy or a strong mindset to feel that you need to overthrow something or a or someone okay and only time a person can have that kind of mindset if they want are they trying to operate in witchcraft this oftentimes when a person is op operating in this rebellion is the seat of that hear me when i tell you rebellion is the seat of the scornful Okay, when someone is operating to overthrow a church, a ministry, a pastor, a prophet, or a leader, rebellion is their motive. Okay, I don't care if it's over the towel, the carpeting, I don't care if it's a rebellion against the pastor's wish, I don't care if it's rebellion against how things are supposed to be done. If rebellion is your main focus, I'll hold my tides. 
That's a sign of witchcraft. I'll refuse to come for seven Sundays. That's a form of manipulation and witchcraft. I won't talk to you. I won't speak to you. You know, it is oftentimes that we think that witchcraft, like I said, is like in the Disney movies. There's a giant pentagram. There's a giant cauldron. There's a giant. But I'm telling you, a work of the flesh often is birthed in witchcraft when 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 people are working so tirelessly out of their flesh to bring confusion to a person or to bring craziness or bring destruction to bring uh gossip to bring i don't I, I, my thing is when, when when i hear this i often think about how uh when, when god was so clear when he began to deal with Ananias and Safari, how, how they came in there and he was like, he was like, listen, I, I'm telling you, I'm letting you know, I'm letting you know right now, are you going to lie to the Holy Ghost? I mean, because I want to make sure, I want to make sure that you have not sat here and lost your mind. See, I'm going to tell you. See, this is how you know if there's a real prophet or a real apostle operating in power. Because they are there when they not when they bring correction, the Holy Ghost is going to be in the center of that correction. Okay? And when someone is operating blatantly out of witchcraft, out of out of out of perversion, they are going to be exposed blatantly, openly. There's going to be an open exposure because witchcraft must be exposed. If listen, if someone is hiding their motives, if someone is hiding their intentions, is folk is always hiding and they're hiding their under, it's a subliminal messaging, they are more likely going to be operating in witchcraft. If they don't want 20 people to know anything, it's it's like a secret club. And that's why I told you yesterday, when we talk about secret societies and our major governments of today, they often say it is a secret. Well, if it's such a secret, how come many of us know what y'all doing, right? But because it's subliminal messaging, like the message of 666, the message of, 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 of the Illuminati, all of these things is a sign of rebellion. This is a sign of, of contention against the power and the authority of God. And if it's a subliminal hidden message, always in what someone is talking about, more likely witchcraft and rebellion is at the seat of the scornful. Make no mistake, my friend, if there is no interpretation of what someone is saying to you, hear me prophetically, even if they're coming to you speaking, this is how I, 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 I interpreted what false prophets often bring when they are always bringing, bringing a, 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 a subliminal message and it is hit and there's only just enough truth to get a hook in your mouth, but not, a, but not the whole truth to get you delivered. It is a subliminal message and witchcraft is at the seat of there. Ananias Sapphire, let's go here real quick because I got to deal with this. He said in Acts chapter number 5, verses 1 through 11, he said, And now a certain man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also add a piece of property with his wife's full knowledge. He kept back part of his money for himself, but brought the rest of rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Watch this. And then Peter said, Ananias, how is it Satan has filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Ghost and have kept your money, and kept yourself some of the money 
and you will receive for your land. Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? This is the NIV. And also it was sold. Was it the money at your disposal? What made you to think that you could do such a thing? You have just lied to human beings. You have not just lied to human beings, but to God. See, an apostle or a prophet or a, a, a leader is always going to hold you accountable openly so that God can, 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 can deal with your heart and you can repent. And this is the reason why so many people that operated in a Balaam like spirit, when they often take money uh, for when they are offering using money for manipulation and control. And in this case, this brother was using the, 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 the money as a as as a greed, as a sign of greed of holding it back, withholding another sign of witchcraft and rebellion or rebellion is when someone withholds something that is rightfully belonged to God. Okay, when they withhold it, when they begrudgingly withhold it, it's a it's a it's a hook behind it. There's always a gimmick behind it. There's always some type of uh, a notice behind it. If someone is doing that, that the birth or the root of it is a form of witchcraft. Let me tell you, we need to understand that if it take if it's causing you the much power and the much energy to withhold something that are or, or, or begrudgingly listen, I'd rather someone just keep their stuff than for you to come and lie or manipulate, and especially with this thing called money, because I've seen a lot of fueled arguments over money, okay? So this wasn't just an argument about money, but I'm just saying money has become a root argument in our today's world, okay? Especially with this this three trillion dollar packaging stimulus thing. The root argument was between politicians. It wasn't between between the people because we were looking for the money, right? So it I, God is showing and revealing to me that when oftentimes when it comes to money, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to a certain uh, 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 realm of understanding of knowledge, knowledge is power, money makes people powerful in their mindset subliminally, but even knowledge can make people powerful. When we heard this old saying growing up, knowledge is power. Okay, but a person who has so much knowledge but no common sense to the spirit can operate subliminally in witchcraft. Subliminally. Okay, subliminally. Just like when, 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 when Saul uh, was, was brought to a halt of correction and Samuel came to Saul and said, listen, what is it I hear? The, 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 the bleeding of the sheep. What is this I hear? God had told Saul. He said, I want you to go down here and I want you to wipe out everything. I want you to kill everything. Why? Because if you leave your enemy alive, they will begin to go and multiply themselves or start another generation to come after you. Well, he says, well, no, uh, I'm just I'm not going to do that. I'm going I'm not I'm not I, I'm just only going to I'm going to take a little bit for myself. See, greed and hoarding, these things God doesn't take pride in. God hates for us to have a greedful heart. God hates for us to have a prideful spirit. God hates for us to operate in a form of manipulation of money and control. Okay, 
so here we are. And so Samuel confronted Saul and said, listen, what is going on? And Samuel and Saul says to Samuel, well, wasn't these supposed to be sacrificed? I'm paraphrasing between uh, uh, you and your God. Oh, now it's not our God anymore, but it's your God. But when you were when the oil was poured on you and you were speaking in tongues and prophesying like the like the company of prophets. Now, now it's. That it was the oil then you were shouting in, but when it comes to produce and, and, and be obedient, you can't shout there. You can't obey there. See, and that's the reason why God is shaking up uh, our stream of how we interact in ministry, because for far too long we've been shouting and dancing over it, but we won't obey in it. And anytime someone can shout and dance in, uh, uh, shout and dance in something, but not obey afterwards, that can be a form of manipulation as well. Because we think we fooling God. You can't fool God. You can't manipulate heaven. Come on here, somebody. He's the King of all kings. He's the Lord of all lords. He's El Shaddai. He's the mighty God, the everlasting father. He's our creator. He's our redeemer. And that's why I thank God for grace because there's been many a times where I knew full well that I was out of the will of God, but God brought me back on center street. God brought me back. And if he didn't have to allow life to whoop me upside my head or, or allow life to cause me some hangups, he did. You know why? Because he chastised those that he loves. Okay chastise those that he loves. So look at Ananias the fire here, okay? Back to Acts chapter number 5. And he says to, uh, in Acts chapter number 5, verses 4, he said, didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after mm -hmm. it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think that you could do such a thing? You have not just lied to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard of this, he fell and fell down and died. Okay, right there. Okay, and great fear seized all who heard what had happened. And then some men came forward, wrapped his body up and carried him out and buried him. Just like that. Okay, three hours, hours later, his wife came in and not knowing what had just happened. Peter asked her, tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? And she said, yes, that is the price. And Peter said to her, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? Do you know it is dangerous, my friend, for you and I to test the Holy Ghost? Oh, my God. See, this is why we shouldn't play around with the occult. This is the reason why we shouldn't play around with the things of God. This is the reason why we shouldn't play around with the spirit realm. Because there is a hefty price when you play around with spiritual things and you have no concept on why you're doing them. I'm just saying. I'm trying to help. I'm try Listen. God help me. Oh my rabbi. Shikorororobosha. When you and I play with spiritual things, my brother and my sister, it, it, it's a price. 
Okay, it is a price to play with spiritual things. And that is why we've got to be careful in our walk, and our talk. We've got to be careful how we address the man and woman of God. We've got to be careful how we address the leaders. There is so much disrespect for leadership. There is so much disrespect for people that are operating in a realm of authority. Here they are praying heaven down on your behalf. And we have so much disrespect for the man and woman of God. You calling your pastor by their first name. You calling your leader by your first name by their first name. Listen, there is so much disrespect in our world. We saying, we saying this and that is standing saying yes ma'am and no ma'am to our leadership. Saints of God, we have to get back on course. Listen, let, let me tell you, I didn't say man worship. I didn't say worship your pastor. I didn't say worship your leader. I said to worship God, but show respect and reverence for your man and woman of God. Show respect and reverence for your, pe your people in ministry. Listen, even if you have a disagreement. Even if there's an alt there, even if there's a, a, a shaking in the relationship. Listen, we've got to be in order. We've got to be there. Listen, when the true apostles walked in power and walked in authority, they didn't play with this thing. And if you and I are going to be submitted and, and, and courageous and submitted unto God and resist the devil, listen, when you draw nigh to God, you have the power to resist the devil. And guess what he got to do? He got to flee. So we've got to be careful. Amen. We've got to be careful. And so um, he said, how can you conspire a test of the Holy uh, the test of the spirit, the spirit of the Lord? Listen, he says, the, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at, at the door and they will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell down at his feet and died. And then young men came in, finding her dead, carried her out, buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church with all these events. Now, listen, I, I, I'm not saying I am not saying and I'm not I, I'm not speaking death, but I am saying we are in a great hour where God's power will manifest like this in like it is in the book of Acts. OK, and this is the reason why I'm careful. I'm careful how I handle God's people. Amen. Um, I'm careful how I handle the things of God. I've said it for years. If I can't be right, I ain't going to do it. I got to be right. And somebody said, well, you 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 can come to church and you, you know, if you wait to clean yourself up. I ain't talking about that. You know what I'm talking about. Let me tell you something. If you live it in sin or if you live in a certain way before God and you touch in holy things, if you're operating in witchcraft, listen, the, the Jezebel spirit and Leviathan are strong, some of the strongest delusional spirits because they have people thinking that they're right in all that they, they have people thinking that they're okay. And so I believe God has given so much grace to the church that we're still in such a realm of grace. But I do believe that we're in an hour of great correction because God is correcting how we view who we are. And if we're going to make manifest the power of God to overthrow 
the marine kingdom and uh, Leviathan and Jezebel and, and and the spirits of 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 Agag and Ahab and and the spirits of of the Nephilim and all of these demonic strongholds, all of these demons that are operating in our regions, if we're going to operate in true power to 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 to, to battle occult powers, we have got to obey. And not only do you and I have to obey, but we've got to be honest with the Holy Ghost about our life. We've got to only be honest about what we see and what we do, but we have to be honest in what we portray. That means we got to be honest what we portray on social media. We got to be honest on what we portray in private. We got to be honest. I'm talking about be honest with yourself. If you got a problem, if you got a problem in your flesh, if you got a problem in your spirit, this is the time to say, God creating me a clean heart. Oh God, begin to renew in me the right spirit. God, my soul makes boast before you. Oh God, God, if the Lord, I know that there is something that is not right in this heart. Oh God, oh God, God, fix this thing, oh God. God, renew the mind, oh God. God, transform the mind, oh God. And that's the reason why back to Genesis chapter number 11, verses 1 through 9, when he was talking to uh, uh, to the people that were, that were on one accord to exalt themselves into the heavenlies. That means you have not came through Christ. You have not came through the Father. You're going to exalt yourself. Pride will have you exalt yourself. Leviathan will have you exalt yourself. Jezebel will have you exalt yourself. But I'm telling you now, there is great confusion in the language because anytime that someone can be on one accord to do a co-powers, but when they get to a place, there is a level in an altitude in God where God will confuse your tricks. God will confuse the motive. God will confuse how you think. Why? Because you will not stand flat-footed in his presence with an ulterior motive. And he reads it. Listen, the word of God is sharper. What? Than any two-edged sword going in, cutting out, discerning the thoughts of men. So he was discerning what their thought process is. When people are operating in witchcraft, which is the work of the flesh, they are often operating under false discernment. Oh yeah, they're getting a, a nugget because they going up into the second heaven, getting a, 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 primary, a primary focus of revelation, but they cannot give you truth behind that revelation. And that's the reason why, going back to what I told you last night, when the psychic, I, I, the psychic that, I, that, that was... Uh, I guess put in her book that all these prophets are posted on social media about that. She predicted this, this ordeal of Corona 20 years ago in her book. She can only give you revelation of that thing, or she can only give you uh, uh, the authenticity, uh, authenticity of what she saw, but she could not give you truth on behind it. And I'm telling you, God is searching the heart of real prophets in this hour to give the truth behind a thing to give the truth behind a demonic stronghold to give the truth behind an epidemic or a pandemic because there is a truth behind while we walking through what we walking through my friend there is a truth behind while we're walking through the darkness and the and the and the and the low places and destruction there is a truth behind it and if you and I are going to be very effective in the spirit in the in, in the in, as well as in the natural in the marketplace in the church in the in the 
wherever God has called you to be, you have to first realize, my friend, my brother, and my sister, you've got to first realize that God is calling us to a revelation of truth. Revelation and truth. That means psychics, they, 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 they can only reveal, but they can't give you truth on behind the revealing. They can give you a peak, but they can't give you destiny. Listen, a valid prophet is going to give you truth and destiny. They're going to tell you, listen, you got in order for you to get a million, God wants to bless you. He want to give you a million dollars. But in order to get that million dollars, you got to clean your life up. You got to get your spirit right. You got to get your heart right. You got to get your mind right. They're going to give you destiny behind that prophecy. So that's why I'm not moved when people be prophesying anymore. Because when you prophesy accurately, glory to God, it is going to line up with what is bear witnessing in your spirit. And if somebody is giving, and I've heard another powerful woman of God say that if someone is giving you a word of God and you, and it, and you, and you, uh, don't know, you ain't never heard it. And you don't know why you hearing it. You might need to go back in your prayer, prayer closet because the prophecy not only comes to confirm and exhort and, 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 and affirm, but it comes to bring down and to tear down the, the missing pieces. Oh, God, I'm over my time. Lord Jesus. Glory to God. We've got to get back into a place of discerning what is being said and wait on the accuracy of it manifesting. Wait on the accuracy of the manifestation. Because the accuracy is going to be birthed in the manifestation. So accurate prophets, accurate teachers, whatever it is, accurate, whatever your title is, accurate, whatever. When the word of God is accurate, it is going to discern and bring correction and light at the same time. Okay. We got a lot of encouragement. Prophetic encouragements, pre prophetic exhorta uh, exhorters, we got prophetic uh, 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 minstrels, we have all of these prophetic diversities of gifts that are operating prophetically, but just note that they all are the same because they are gifts. The gifts and callings come without repentance, but in order for me to get revelation from whomever it is they've got to give me truth behind that revelation what power is telling you this where are you getting your revelation from are you giving your revelation from the stars of astrology are you giving your are you getting your revelations from the heavenly realm are you are you exhorting yourself into a level like the people here in genesis chapter number 11 verses 1 through 9 are you operating in an occult spirit to give me a revelation or are you giving me truth behind the veil are you giving me truth behind the mercy seat are you giving me truth behind the presence of God? Because in order for me to operate in true revelation, I got to have truth in that revelation. Oh, Jesus, I am out of my time. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. We give your name the praise. God, we thank you for this word. And God, we are defeating occult powers because we understand that God, you are the only true and living God. And the information that we are receiving, God, we want it to come from a pure piece, mouthpiece. We want it to come from a pure vessel. We want it to come from a pure place, oh God. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, as I sit here, oh God, God, I'm asking that, that, that the revelation that you give your people 
in this hour will begin to stir their hearts, will begin to stir their mind, will begin to stir their spirit, that not only will it bring light and encouragement, but it will bring correction and order in our life. God, there must be a balance in our faith. There must be a balance in our spirit. There must be a balance in what we do, God, because if thou be lifted up from earth, you shall, you said, if I be lifted up from earth, I will draw all men unto me, oh God. So God, we've got to lift you up while we're giving a word, God. If you're not being lifted up, oh God, we're asking and repenting, oh God, for all of our things that we've said, even when we prophesied out of the will of God, God, we're asking, we're putting our prophetic gift on the altar, God, purge our hearts, purge our bellies, purge our minds, purge our spirit, oh God, so that we can operate fluently in the gifts and callings in Jesus name. That is my time. I went over my time today, but we just going to call this the extended edition. Amen. I thank you for joining the prophetic perspective podcast. Please join me every day. I will be on here every day on Anchor FM Radio. And also we are going to be on Spotify and Google Podcasts. God bless you. May he keep you. May his countenance shine upon you. May he give you peace. Until we meet again, God bless you.